Hey Radio Land, this is S.E. Day, your host of the Legally Still Show. Voted Tampa Bay's most engaging consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly Saturdays at 11 a.m. where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, credit, finance, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays 11 a.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need by bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. This is Matt Salmon of Lightning Radio. You may think I'm a big, famous radio guy, but just like you, I don't like getting nickel and dimed by my bank. That's why I'm a member of Grow Financial Federal Credit Union. While the other guys are charging fees left and right, Grow Financial has free ATMs, a free debit card with no debit card fees, and low rates on credit cards and car loans. Become a member right now at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial is federally insured by NCUA and is a proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, this is S.E. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show. The other day I stopped into one of the branches of Grow Financial Federal Credit Union, and they're doing something awesome. They have a big promotion where they're going to be giving away my best-selling book, The Negotiating Experience, Your Car Deal Your Way, to anyone who has opened an account with Grow. If you listen to me, you know that I'm an advocate for credit unions. So make sure you call them, get your copy of the book. Give me a call at the station here at the Tantalk Network, and I'll make sure I get it autographed for you. Only on the Legally Steal Show, we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet and with Grow Financial. So you put the brakes on that much-needed brake job for months. Or maybe your alternator has alternate plans. Is your exhaust system exhausted? Or maybe your muffler doesn't muffle anymore. Whatever your car care need is, from tune-ups to total engine replacement, ice-cold air can get you back on the road at a very cool price. We have 17 Bay Area locations. Go to icecoldair.net to find the nearest location. Print out this month's special. We may not be pretty, but we're cheap, cheap, cheap. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Thank you, and welcome back to another edition of the Legally Steal Show on this beautiful Saturday, January the 28th. We are closing out the month, and I have a very important question for everyone who's tuned in today. And here's that question. Have you started your business yet? Have you started your business yet? Think about it for a second. Last year, last year this time, I did a show um, pretty much on this same subject about starting your small business. Have you started your small business? So that's going to be our show for today again. Um, I like to bring this show on around this time of the year, this time of the month, where it gives you a chance to get the holidays out of the way and then get you really clearly focused on thinking about this year and the things that you want to do to make yourself productive. So the question of the day is, have you started your business yet? The second question is, if not, if not, why not? So later on um, during this hour, we're going to have a special guest on, um, Dr. Deb Brown, and she's a business coach and business consultant, and we're going to talk about that after the after the first break. But it's 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 something that you need to dig into, and we're going to talk heavily about it. But let me tell you some of the things that are going on. This has been been a great week. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a great week. Got some really hot things happening, and looking forward to going into next month, into the month of February. Uh, which, by the way, our month of February, we are dedicating it to women of influence. Women of influence. Uh, so definitely tune in to both shows as we talk to women who are influencing business, who are influencing industries, and influencing the world of entrepreneurism. It's going to be an exciting month. Uh, we have some really cool guests coming on uh, that's going to be talking to you about how they are, where they are, by doing what they've been doing over the years and perfected this thing. So I like to, you know, it's February. It's the month of love. 
So I want to get Ralph uh, back and show and bring on yeah. some really influential women that we as entrepreneurs, we as people can really learn from. So that's definitely next month, uh, starting next Saturday. So tune in as our special guest, Mrs. Tina Denham, Denham of Ice Cold Air Discount Auto Repair, will be our in-studio guest. So that's going to be exciting. The other thing, the other thing that's happening this week is we have we're working on a relationship with Patch.com. Patch.com. That's P-A-T-C-H. dot com, and if you don't know what Patch is, Patch is an online on, an online magazine. But let me tell you the, the strength of Patch.com. Last year, if you are familiar with the Huffington Post, Ariana Huffington sold the Huffington Post to AOL, America Online. You know the people that used to do dial up years ago. Well, American Online on they own Patch.com, and the big significance is, is Patch is getting into the online media uh, really heavily, focusing in on the local communities and issues that pretty much kind of like our tagline. I mean, they're not using our tagline, but it goes, they're focusing on issues that matter most to the community. So instead of just looking at mainstream businesses, Patch is talking with, Individual business. Well, I'm meeting with great because that's in line with what we're doing at the Legally Steel Show. We have some really exciting things coming up um, this year, the rest of this year, and one is issues on the street. We're going to be doing a video segment once a week or either once a month, probably once a month starting out, but it's a video segment on issues on the street where I want to know What's your most important financial issue of the day? And we're going to bring you that uh, because most of you know, those of you who have been listening to me for the past almost two years now, my goal is to get on network television. And this video segment of Issues on the Street is going to be something that will definitely give me the street credit from a journalist standpoint that I will be able to show them that I can host my own show. You know it by listening to the radio. I can handle my own, but yeah, having a little video out there would be great as well. Also, last week, I made the cover of another magazine. Yeah, I'm kind of patting myself on the back, a little proud this morning. Uh, it was totally unexpected. Uh, another online magazine that's called iMessenger. I did an interview, uh, a really in-depth interview with a veteran journalist named Cheryl Smith. She's been in the been in the business for a number of years, and we did an interview. And she's out of Dallas, out of KKDA um, AM in Dallas, and we were talking about prepaid debit cards. Of course, you heard about it. It's a hot issue. It's still in the news. It's not getting ready to go away. And, of course, if I have something to say about it, I'm going to keep it in the news because I want people to understand the what prepaid debit cards do and what they're about. So definitely go to our website, LegallySkillShow.com, LegallySkillShow.com, and you can click on the photo cover there, and it will take you to CherylSmithOnline.com, and you'll be able to read the article. It's pretty cool, pretty intense. And it's some things that we need to know as consumers, things that we need to know. Another thing, we have something big that is coming up. I'm not going to reveal it to you yet. I'll reveal it to you next week uh, that's coming up. we got to get some legal issues taken care of first. But it's going to be some really cool stuff that I'll be bringing to you. And it's something that we're going to, we're going to make a statement in the year of 2012 to every politician or every person that's thinking about getting into politics, we're going to make a statement as Americans that we will not be ignored. So stay tuned to that next week. We're going to be bringing that up. A lot of things are going on. I mean, just so much is going on. But definitely, you get a chance to check out the article on the cautions on using prepaid debit cards. It's a lot of bad information that's out there right now. I advise you to do your research. 
But I'm telling you, prepaid debit cards is a long way to go. Uh, they basically should be used for two purposes. Read the article. You'll see what those two purposes are. It's really good stuff. And I have to say, Americans, I am proud. I am proud of your voice. 165 million strong stood up over the last couple of weeks and said, no, we are not going to stand for SOPA or PIPA, these two bills that the uh, that the Motion Picture Association was trying to push through Congress and through the Senate as far as stopping online piracy and the protection of the uh, basically Internet protocol. We stood up and we said, no, we're not going to stand it. And, of course, senators and House uh, representatives started jumping off of the bill like they were jumping off the Titanic. It was just that epic. So millions and millions of dollars was wasted from lobbyists and from the Motion Picture Association trying to push this thing through from the old guard that's saying, basically, we're going to have the government regulate the Internet. Big mistake. I'm glad it's dead. It's pretty much dead. If you understand how the whole cycle of a bill works, if it doesn't make it to the floor, then it has to be put on for the next session. And right now, this is an election year. No politician wants to be attached to anything that looks negative, so they're going to jump ship and run for the hills. Good. Let them go. We don't need it. It'll stop everything. Now, enough of that soapbox. You know this is my issue. I bring you issues that matter most to your wallet, things that I care about, things that I think you care about. I'm going to make sure I bring those issues to you. Now, our show for today, our show for today is the benefit of starting a business. One thing I want to say, if you are single living in America, if you are a single wage earner living in America, the Internal Revenue Service loves you. They love you. Okay? Here's why. Single individuals are the highest income, they pay the highest income taxes than any other person in America. Why? Because the government feels, hey, you're single. It's just you. You don't need all that money. You know, how much money do you need to live? So if you're making sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year and you're single, the government loves you because you don't have anything to write off. It's just you. And I'll tell you another thing. It's, uh, it's coming up on tax time. And of course, the next couple of, um, uh, next month, we're going to have a couple of shows coming on talking about taxes and our Women of Influence Month talking about taxes. And I'm going to have a tax expert on to talk to you about just this kind of subject here and things that you need to know about. But the IRS loves you. You pay more in taxes than any other category in America. Now, how can you get out of that? How can you escape paying all the taxes? <laughs> My producer is saying get married. Okay, that's not the show that we're talking about today, not getting married. Although it's a big tax advantage. The show that we're talking about today is starting a business, the benefits of starting a business. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, the first thing that hits their mind is, whew, starting a business, i got to work for myself? You're working for yourself now. Every morning that you get up and you put on your clothes and you go to work, you're working for yourself. So if you don't get up and go to work, you don't get paid. Well, it's the same thing in starting a business. And I'll tell you. It's the most rewarding decision that I made. Um, after the break, we're going to talk to Dr. Dale Brown. We're going to get into some of the dynamics and some of the specifics of starting a business. But I'll tell you, it's the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I've been an entrepreneur since 1998, and I would not go back. Matter of fact, no one would hire me anyway because if I were in your, on your job, within a week I'm trying to take over. I'm trying to tell you how to run your business. So I can't work for anybody. I have to work for myself. But the benefits that are wrapped up in it are enormous. I'll tell you this. You go on a lunch break from your job. You can't write yours off. But every time I walk out my door, I write everything off. Why? Because it's business-related. And this is not stuff that SE is guessing up. This is talking with the IRS. I've consulted with the IRS several times. And there are certain things that I do that you can't do that I get all the write-offs. Now, true to life form, small business owners pay more in taxes 
because you're not having somebody your job co-pay your taxes for you. But the big benefit is everything is a write-off. As long as it's a business-related expense, it's a write-off. So stay tuned after the break. We'll be back shortly, and we're going to bring on Dr. Deb Brown. Uh, She's a business coach, business consultant, and we're going to talk about the benefits of you, my listening audience, starting a business and how it can benefit your wallet. I can tell you one thing now. You'll bring more money home if you start a business. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Land. This is your host, Desi Day. You know, here at the Legally Steal Show, we don't stroke your ears with music, but we do leave your brain all satisfied with the climax of issues that matter most to your wallet. Tune in to a Saturdays at 11 a.m. where we will discuss the pressing issues of the day. Only on the Legally Steal Show where we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. So you put the brakes on that much-needed brake job for months. Or maybe your alternator has alternate plans. Is your exhaust system exhausted? Or maybe your muffler doesn't muffle anymore. Whatever your car care need is, from tune-ups to total engine replacement, ice-cold air can get you back on the road at a very cool price. We have 17 Bay Area locations. Go to icecoldair.net to find the nearest location. Print out this month's special. We may not be pretty, but we're cheap, cheap, cheap. This is Matt Salmon of Lightning Radio. You don't need to be an NHL goalie to make great saves. As a member of Grow Financial Federal Credit Union, you'll make great saves every day. They've got low rates on credit cards and car loans, free banking services like free ATM, and unlike the other guys, a free debit card with no debit card fees. Check out all the great saves at Grow Financial. I became a member two years ago, and you can become a member today. Grow Financial is federally insured by NCUA and is a proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is Ray Charles Jr., and when you want to know about consumer issues that matter most to your wallet, I listen to my man, S.E. Day, on the Legally Steal Show. Hey, this is S.E. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show. The other day I stopped into one of the branches of Growth Financial Federal Credit Union, and they're doing something awesome. They have a big promotion where they're going to be giving away my best-selling book, The Negotiating Experience, Your Car Deal Your Way, to anyone who has opened an account with Grow. If you listen to me, you know that I'm an advocate for credit unions, so make sure you call them. Get your copy of the book. Give me a call at the station here at the Talk Network, and I'll make sure I get it autographed for you. Only on the Legally Steal Show, where we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet and with Grow Financial. Welcome back to the Legally Steal Show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. Hey, that's right. I am your host, S.E. Day. Um, thank you for tuning in on this Saturday, January the 28th, as we talk about this. Why haven't you started yours? Hey, this is really good stuff that uh, you need to know about. And our guest today is Dr. Deb Brown. Dr. Deb Brown is a business coach and business consultant uh, residing here in the beautiful state of Florida. So she's going to talk with you. Uh, We're going to go back and forth. Hopefully we have some, you know, some interested deep parties calling in today. But we're going to be talking about business and things that you need to know about. So this is Our special guest is Dr. Deb Brown. And Dr. Brown is going to join us here shortly and have a chance to talk to you about things that you need to know, share with you some of her expertise, uh, what makes her the best, what she does, and be able to give you the advice that you need to do what you need to do. Dr. Brown, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing, Essie? Oh, I am wonderful. Thank you for spending your Saturday afternoon with me and sharing some of the great knowledge that you have to the to the listening audience. So if you would, I've told them a lot about you, but I want you to tell the audience a little bit more about what you do, and then we'll go into some of the questions that we have uh, lined up to pick that brain of yours and see what we can pull out of it. Sounds good. All right. Well, I work with small business owners who are attempting to get their businesses off the ground 
or small business owners who have experienced some success and for whatever reason just can't get that business to the next level. Okay. Yeah. So so you're you're actually starting those that are brand new, but those that have also been in the business for a little while. Yes. So, for example, I have a client now who who seems to see that the business is getting better and things are going well, and then suddenly it kind of goes in the opposite direction, and then they get better again, and then it goes backwards again. And he's trying to figure out, what is that cyclical pattern, and how can I get past it so I can keep moving forward? Now, basically, audience, what Dr. Brown is talking here at this point is once you're in business, there are different there are different levels that you're going to go through as you start a business mm-hmm. from the from the infancy stage to the adolescent stage in your mm-hmm. business and these are things that and we're going to get deeper into this but these are things that if you don't if you don't properly have your business structured from the beginning a solid plan mm-hmm. and of course plans are meant to change but if you don't have things laid out what can happen is two years down the road when things look like they're going great, all of a sudden you get more business than you can handle. Some may say that's a great thing. Dr. Brown, what do you say? Well, I absolutely agree with you that the importance of having a plan cannot be overestimated. I think that's one of the biggest Um, challenges that business owners face is they find themselves in a place where they just hadn't planned for um, more customers than they'd expected or they don't have the inventory to handle the the orders that start coming in. If they don't have that plan in place, then surprise, things are going to start getting tricky fast. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, Dr. Brown, what are some some of the benefits and become a business owner. I'm a business owner, but let's share with the audience what are some of the 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 benefits of becoming a business owner or starting your business. I think one of the major benefits of becoming a business owner is the increased sense of control that you can enjoy when you own your own business. And I'll give you three examples. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you're taking full control over your own career. You can decide for yourself what your goals are and how quickly you want to reach them. No one's going to decide for you what your goals are. No one's going to give you a performance review. No one's going to reprimand you or downsize you or fire you. You are taking full control over your own career. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. I also think it's really nice that you're taking full control over your own schedule. You can decide for yourself what your hours are. No one's going to ask you to come in on a weekend or stay late at the office or come into the office even when you're sick or when there's a foot of snow in your driveway. <laughs> a lot of people have been dealing with that this past week. Yeah, we don't know anything about that, Dr. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we we live in Florida, audience. We don't know anything about that right now. I'm doing this show literally in shorts and sandals. That's, that's the way here. I'm not trying to antagonize anybody, but, but this is what's going on here in Florida. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Dr. Brown. I, I apologize for that. No, no, it's true. I'm I'm here in Florida with you. I know what you're saying. Um, And I think, you know, having that flexible schedule is particularly important if you're a parent with your own business because you can choose to be at that soccer game or that holiday party or that Valentine's Day party this month or whatever it is that that you want to attend. You know, that's a very important point because, um, I was looking at numbers, statistics here about two weeks ago mm-hmm. of of homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm a homeschooler. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And what it does is it allows me flexibility because I can put my child on a pattern, mm-hmm. teach him, and still be able to do my business. Yes. If I'm working for a company or a business, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for me to take my prime time hours and dedicate that to the you to the future of my child, but mm-hmm. also to the financial growth that I'm trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. So I being absolutely. a small you know being a small business owner has a lot of benefits mm-hmm. as an individual. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree, and I think it's interesting. I've been reading, uh, I've been reading that the younger generations that are just starting to come into the workforce 
are rejecting the corporate environment that many of us have kind of gotten used to over time, which is you just sacrifice your personal time, you sacrifice the time with your children, you're asked to stay in late, and you just stay late. It's interesting that, that people are starting to reject that notion and swing back to the idea of, no, this is my life, this is my family, these are my goals, I'm going to find a way to make this work. Absolutely, and you hear companies every day, especially companies like Google. Mm. Google's work environment is playtime. Mm-hmm. You can take your children there with you. You mm-hmm. can exercise throughout the day. You can live life as you would the mm-hmm. small business owner. And Google, without a doubt, is one of the most successful companies on the planet, and there is no, they are not slowing down. So I'm, I'm agreeing with you in the sense of being able to control the things that you do mm-hmm. during the day. That younger generation, right before you came on, Dr. Brown, one of the things that I was talking about was this whole paradigm shift from the industrial age to the truly we're still in the in the, in the birthing age of the internet. Yes, things are growing astronomically and they're changing, literally changing by the day. Mm-hmm. The next generation of workers, they're not standing for, you know, hard labor behind, yes. you know, a sweatshop <laughs> working mm-hmm. 100 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I'm suggesting is I was talking about the unemployment numbers are actually down uh, to 9%, but yet there were only 36,000 jobs added across the country. Mm-hmm. That's less than 1%. Yes. Of jobs added, so now you're looking and saying, okay, the the unemployment rate is going down, but uh, basically what's happening? These poor, these people aren't aren't getting any more benefits, so they're not being counted anymore. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to start your own business. But here's an important thing that I want to I want you to address, Dr. Brown, mm-hmm. is coming from that step of being an employee. Mm-hmm. What type of transition might an individual go through before they become a business owner, a small business owner? Yes, because as we're already discussing, um, that lack of planning can stop a business before it even gets started. So having a plan in place is going to be huge. You know, it, does, it really doesn't take a lot of time or money to get a website up and running or even just put a Facebook page up for free for your business. You can print out some business cards, get your legal stuff out of the way, and there you go, you have a business. But what happens when the phone doesn't ring? <laughs> right? Right. What happens when the customers don't show up on your doorstep? Right. Not, and, and, and audience, we're not telling you that all of a sudden you're going to transition into a small business owner and you're going to have more customers than you know what to do with. No. You actually become everybody. You become, you know, if you're working at that job and you pass by the janitor as you go into your office, you become the janitor. Mm. You become the secretary as you pass by her and say good morning. You now become the secretary. Mm-hmm. You become the manager. You become the marketing department, HR. You mm-hmm. become everybody mm-hmm. in order to make your business grow. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the stuff, Dr. Brown, that I've been listening to lately, and I've been an entrepreneur since 98, but it took me and it took me about five years before I realized that regardless of what business I'm in, mm-hmm. the number one business I'm in and the number one business that you're in, we're into marketing. Yes. We have to market ourselves Daily, even yes. though we have these expertise and what we can do, and we Dr. Brown, and this is the expert over here, but if you're not marketing yourself, <laughs> you're a fish out of water. That's absolutely true. Yes, I, I was just reading a book the other day that said all of us, whether we like it or not, are in some level of marketing and sales. Whether you're absolutely. selling, yeah, whether you're selling a product, a service, an idea, whatever it is, you're constantly selling. And a small business owner, if they can't sell, if they can't market, if they can't network, right. it's, it's yeah, it's not going to happen. But fortunately, those are all skills that can be learned. Which brings me to my next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do or how would an individual mm-hmm. leverage their personal strengths mm-hmm. to grow their own business? 
Yes, and I think different people have different strengths, so they're going to use different strategies. If someone is good at writing, wonderful. You can blog, you can write for local publications, you can write a book through either a traditional publisher or a self-publisher book. You can write an e-book, you can write a weekly e-newsletter, you can get your message out very easily now, you were talking about the Internet um, phenomenon that's growing every single day. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people you can reach globally through writing. Wow. And see, I can attest to that because even though, audience, you hear me on Saturdays at 2, but during the week I'm blogging, I'm writing, I'm sending out, creating documents, press releases, anything that I do, I create a press release on it. I'm also the examiner, uh, an automotive examiner for examiner.com. And and basically what Dr. Brown is saying is if you have that skill set, if you have that talent, use it wisely. Mm-hmm. The more, and you, anybody who is on the web, if you're on the call right now, you know and understand that, that you have to promote, promote, promote. Mm-hmm. So create different things that you can do to get your name out to the out to the masses. People are hungry for this information that we're talking about right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but a lot of them don't know where to go. I absolutely agree. And some people might not be good at writing, and that might be that might not be the way for them to share that information and share the expertise with their audience. They might prefer to just talk one on one, or or they might be good at public speaking. If you're good at public speaking, then great. Go out there and do some workshops. Present at your local chamber. Present your ideas at trade shows or conferences. And um, maybe even consider a radio show like you have. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can always do it. And Blog Talk Radio is not paying me to say this, but it was a platform that I used after writing a book. Mm. I had no idea I was going to be an author. But I wrote a book, and, and as I'm reading, I'm looking and saying, how can I – I do not want to be like your traditional authors to mm-hmm. sit, you know, write a book and hope for the best. Yes. How can I put it out there? And I started this show, and now this thing is taking on a life of its own, and I'm still an author. See, that's fantastic because a number of authors have learned what you've already learned, Essie, that just writing the book isn't enough. <laughs> it's just like launching a business isn't enough. It's not getting the phone ringing. It's not getting the sales up. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it gets back to the promoting, the marketing, the selling. So, well, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, so if you're good at writing, write. If you're good at public speaking, get out there and speak. If you're good at building relationships, then start networking. Network in your community. Um, build your LinkedIn connections. Build your relationships through Twitter, through Facebook, through other aspects of social networking. And I would also recommend volunteering in the community, which can help build those local relationships and establish your credibility locally. So, you know, different people have different strengths, and you can leverage whatever your strength is to get your message out there. Exactly. Uh, And this brings me to a point before we go to the next question. Hmm. But one of the things that I did, and I can use my life as a story, and I'm sure, Dr. Brown, you can do the same thing. But one of the things that I did when I jumped out on the scene years ago is I used to go out to libraries. I would get with the with the branch manager of the library and offer to put on a free seminar. Mm-hmm. I started growing my presence, mm-hmm. and as I grew, I also learned a lot about myself and what I was doing and Great. offering to the public. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which drives me to this next question. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you or recognize, overcome and alleviate fears? Doctor Brown, what would you suggest to the listeners of things that they can do to get rid of fear? Well let me let me speak to the specific fear that might be associated with the example that, that you just gave SE because if mm-hmm. people if people would like to speak to an audience, and that's a great way of connecting people with people and establishing credibility, if they would like to connect with an audience as you did by offering free seminars at your local library, um, there's a wonderful group out there called Toastmasters. And if they've got a specific fear of speaking in public, it might be worth getting into Toastmasters to refine those speaking skills so you can perhaps network more effectively and more confidently walk into a room of strangers and introduce yourself and talk about your business. 
or, or make presentations. Something like Toastmasters might be effective for that specific fear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, in general, uh, recognizing, overcoming, and alleviating fears. In general, most of the fears that small business owners tend to have are within their control and are things that they can resolve. And I think the best way to deal with fears is to face those fears. So I would recommend you could even sit down with a blank piece of paper and a pen and start by just writing a list of all your fears or concerns about starting your own business. Everyone's going to have fears. It's better to take a close look at them instead of ignoring them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dr. Brown, if you would, looks like mm-hmm. we have another caller. Oh. Hang on just oh. a second. Sure. Caller, welcome to the show. If you don't mind telling me your name and where you're calling from. Oh, hi. My name is Ben, and I'm from uh, North Carolina. Ben, welcome. Welcome to the Legally Steal Show. Um, we have a day of oh. on today. You have questions for her. Hmm? Hmm? Ben, do you have a question? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a question. Go for it. All right. Uh, I've read uh, since I've read something from P2P Net. I've read some alarming news. <coughs> Can bloggers really be sued over one picture? <laughs> well, in order to upload a picture, it needs to be under Creative Content rules. Um, it's very specific about which pictures you can post to your blog. So, for example, I can't just look at a picture that's on CNN.com and lift their picture that was taken by their photographer that they paid for and put it on my blog. I can't legally do that. Now, the degree to which that is legally enforced is another matter, but, yes, technically that is breaking the law. Absolutely. Ben, I will tell you, I will say this to you. Um, I have done as a, as a writer, as a journalist, if I wanted to uh, picture for safety an automobile, and, and, and I'm talking about like one article I did about the Hyundai Sonata, I can't just take a picture off of Hyundai's website yeah. or anybody's website yeah. because most of those images are copywritten. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to take a picture, I can actually take my camera, I can go outside and take a picture with my camera as long mm-hmm. as it's original content. Mm-hmm. Then you can't be sued. But if it's not original content, yes, sir, you can be sued. If you would like to put photos in your blog, as S.E. said, you can go out and take your own picture. And another way you can do it is you go to Flickr, F-L-I-C-K-R dot com. And you can specifically search for Creative Commons licensed content. Exactly. And if it's, for your, if it's for your business, you can search for Creative Commons licensed content for commercial use. But those are the photos that people have said, I've, took, I've taken this photo, and you can use this photo for whatever you want. Otherwise, can't do it. Absolutely. Ben, did we answer your question for you? Uh, Well, I guess so. <laughs> Does it hey. sound like that was the answer you wanted to hear? I'm sorry. I don't think it was, but Ben, listen, the safest way to do it is what Dr. Brown is saying. Of course, her information is going to be listed on our on our blog. It's listed there already. And, well, of course, before she goes off the air, we're going to have her give out her information so you'll always be able to uh, reach out to Dr. Brown. But, of course, these are things that, that we like to bring to you and and so you can have answers before you go forward. And, Ben, always, thank you for calling and Reach out to us again. We really do appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. Dr. Mm-hmm. Um, this is These are the type of questions that, that we will get when we have experts on um, because people do want to know. People are out there starting businesses and people are listening to shows like this, and, and they want to know information. Guess if you want to call in, give us a call at area code 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. And we will see you out there, and we'll connect you in and, of course, share your calls with our special guests. Now, Dr. Brown, I do want to touch on on this question. Uh, I, I had a show during the beginning of the year, and of course you know the beginning of the year, everybody talks about goal setting mm-hmm. and different things. Mm-hmm. But one of, one of the things that I tried to do 
or do with the show is talk to talk to the the audience about specific goals and how they can attain them based on how to establish how to assess them and then how to execute them. Executing is a big thing. Mm-hmm. If, you don't, <laughs> if you don't mind, could you touch upon establishing, setting and executing goals yes, for, def- for your business? Yes, definitely. Um, well, let's start with what I wouldn't recommend. Okay. I, I wouldn't recommend writing vague goals. Vague goals would be, um, I'm going to be a successful business owner. Well, what does successful mean to you? And when do you want to achieve that success? And how will you measure your success? It's, it's pretty vague to just say, I'm going to be a successful business owner. And you wouldn't want to set a goal such as, I'm going to make lots of money. Well, how much money is a lot of money for you? And when do you want to achieve that level of financial success? And and is that dollar amount achievable based on your business plan? Right. So instead of setting those kinds of vague goals, I would recommend using the classic acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Exactly. Right? A SMART Mm -hmm. goal is going to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So instead of just saying, I'm going to be a successful business owner, you can say, five years from today, I will have at least, I don't know, 100, 1,000, whatever your number is, satisfied customers as measured by a score of at least you know, four out of five on a customer satisfaction survey, or whatever success would mean for you. And instead of saying, I'm going to make lots of money, you could say, 10 years from now, or however many years would work, 10 years from now, I will be making at least twice as much money as I was making in my last corporate job, or whatever lots of money means for you. That's how you would set a SMART goal, and I would put those in writing. Exactly. And then you, yes, and then once you've set those long-term goals, then in order to reach them, I would recommend smaller short-term goals along the way that will help you stay on track. So if you know where you want to be in 10 years, then where do you need to be in five years or two years or one year or six months or next month in order to get to where you need to go? Um, I would also recommend setting some stretch goals that are even more challenging than your long-term goals, which are very common in the sales industry. Salespeople often have goals for the day, the week, the month, the quarter, and the year, and then they have stretch goals to challenge them even further. Absolutely. So if you think of your long-term goal as your destination, then your short-term goals and those stretch goals are little mile markers along the way, and your business plan is your roadmap to get you where you want to go. Your business plan has your marketing plan, your pricing, uh, information about your competitors. It's got everything that you need to get you where you want to go. Absolutely. Listen, Dr. Brown, are you familiar with... um it's an organization, a company called College Hunk Hauling Junk. What is it called? College Hunks Hauling Junk. I have not heard of College Hunks Hauling Junk, but I love the name. Oh, it's well, very let me memorable. Tell, oh, yeah, let me tell you. I met with them um, on Wednesday night. They uh-huh. are two phenomenal guys who who started out started out their business. They were college students. They've been best friends growing up. And a little gist of the story. Now, these guys have been on Oprah. They've been on the Shark oh. Tank. They've been on Match Millionaire Matchmaker. They've been oh. all over the place. But here's something that they did, and I want to share this with the audience. Yes. They pretty much started out with a van. Mm-hmm. One of the guys' mom had a van, and they just started during the, during the summers. What can we do to make some money? So they started, and... They're millionaires now, but here's one funny thing that's happened. Hazardly is how they started their, their their pricing model. And it was kind of like, well, we went to this lady's house and picked up all of her stuff, and she said, well, how much are you going to charge me? Mm, $200? And she said, yeah. So that started their pricing models. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, and these guys are, you know, phenomenal, not even 30 yet, and they are they have 37 branches of franchises across the country. Well, I'm saying that to drive this back down to goals. Yeah. You do not want to just go out there and just do a shotgun blast. No. 
Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Hopefully you can hit something. No, you take time, like Dr. Brown is saying, and strategically plan your stuff. Now, if you're going to have that vague goal, like, well, I'm going to be a successful speaker, well, all that is great, but is that your life goal or is that your two-month goal, three-month goal? You need to break it down. Yes. And what, so, what, you're, what I love about what the college hunks hauling junk, what I love what they did is they were doing market research. Absolutely. You know, you don't have to hire a market researching company to go out there and do your market research. You just talk to your customers. Dr. Brown, thank you so much for coming on. And I look forward to having you back. You've been great. I would like to come back again. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Izzy. <laughs> Listen, enjoy the see you again. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Listen, you can find uh, Dr. Brown's information on our website. Um, her picture is there. If you go on our featured guest, you'll see her picture down at the bottom. All of her information is, is attached to it. But listen, I want to tell you a little bit about the type of business structures that you need to consider and things that you got to pay a ton of money at an attorney to find this information out. But you got to stay tuned for the break. I'll be right back, and I'll get that information to you. So thank you, and hang tight. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, host of the Legally Steal Show, your local consumer advocate nationwide. As a former Army certified vehicle mechanic, I know the importance of vehicle maintenance. I also know the rising cost of vehicle repairs and labor rates. At Ice Cold Air Discount Auto Repair, you don't have to worry about being overcharged on vehicle repair or labor rates. In fact, at Ice Cold Air, their signature labor rate is up to 50% off industry standards. Ice Cold Air has more than 40 years of experience at driving down the cost of vehicle repairs, and you can bring your own parts if you like. Listen, if you've ever had a vehicle repaired, then you know what I'm talking about. It's not the parts that cost you, it's the labor. Ice Cold Air Discount Auto Repair saves you money guaranteed. They've built a reputation of taking care of your vehicle repair needs and your peace of mind at the same time. Visit one of Ice Cold Air's 16 Bay Area locations today and tell them SC sent you. You'll be glad you did, and I guarantee that. So you put the brakes on that much-needed brake job for months. Or maybe your alternator has alternate plans. Is your exhaust system exhausted, or maybe your muffler doesn't muffle anymore? Whatever your car care need is, from tune-ups to total engine replacement, Ice Cold Air can get you back on the road at a very cool price. We have 17 Bay Area locations. Go to icecoldair.net to find the nearest location. Print out this month's special. We may not be pretty, but we're cheap, cheap, cheap. This is Ray Charles Jr., and when you want to know about consumer issues that matter most to your wallet, I listen to my man, S.C. Day, on the Legally Steal Show. This is Matt Salmon of Lightning Radio. You don't need to be an NHL goalie to make great saves. As a member of Grow Financial Federal Credit Union, you'll make great saves every day. They've got low rates on credit cards and car loans, free banking services like free ATM, and unlike the other guys, a free debit card with no debit card fees. Check out all the great saves at Grow Financial. I became a member two years ago, and you can become a member today. Grow Financial is federally insured by NCUA and is a proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show. The other day I stopped into one of the branches of Growth Financial Federal Credit Union, and they're doing something awesome. They have a big promotion where they're going to be giving away my best-selling book, The Negotiating Experience, Your Car Deal Your Way, to anyone who has opened an account with Grow. If you listen to me, you know that I'm an advocate for credit unions, so make sure you call them. Get your copy of the book. Give me a call at the station here at the Tantalk Network, and I'll make sure I get it autographed for you. Only on the Legally Steal Show, we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet and with Grow Financial. Welcome back to the Legally Steal Show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. Thank you, Bill. Uh, once again, we are wrapping up the last section of the day here on the Legally Steal Show. We've got some really good stuff we've been talking about uh, as far as starting your own business and what are the advantages and benefits of starting your own business. And one of the things that I want to tell you is this. There are several ways that you can start your business, and these are, these are pointers that you need to know if you're going to start the business. A lot of people will go out and they will get a, a business license uh, down at your local tax assessor's office, 
get a business license, and they'll get their tax ID number, which is free, by the way, to get your tax ID number from the IRS. Well, now they think they've started a business. Yes, they have, but their business is not properly structured. Doing it that way, you are simply a sole proprietor. You are saying that I'm an individual, I'm working for myself, and this is my business. Now, here's the problem with that. If you go out, let's say you're in a consulting business, and you consult somebody on doing something, and they do what you told them to do, but it turns out that that was the wrong move. They turn around and they sue you. By doing a sole proprietorship, you have no legal protection uh, as basically operating a business because you are a sole proprietor. You are telling that individual what to do. Now they can turn around and they can sue your business, but your business is you. So when they sue you, they're going to attach everything in that lawsuit, your your personal checking account, your business checking account, your home, your car, because you didn't properly structure your business. So I don't recommend if you're going to be doing a business and if any time you're dealing with a customer, be it in my business, I do business to business, which even more so if you're not properly set up and structured properly, you can be sued. But if you're doing business to customer, uh, you want to make sure your business is properly structured. Now, the the first thing that I recommend and the least proper structuring that I recommend is a limited liability company. And the limited liability company, you can check, do your, do your research. They've been around probably for about 30, 25 to 30 years. And what it does is it gives you limited liability protection against dealing in your business and what you're doing. It's a member member-associated type company where you can be a member, you can have somebody else as a member. But what happens is if you are in that same consulting business and you give somebody that same information and they turn around and sue you, they have to sue your company first. You are an employee of the company. That's a limited liability company. Now, you can go and pay an attorney and get all of this information because a lot of people, if you go to the Small Business Administration, even if you go to the IRS tax site, Website, they're not going to tell you the benefits of being a, a, a limited liability company, an S corporation, or a general corporation or C corp. But my goal here is to get you informed on some of these things. Now, with a limited liability company, you have what is called pass through taxation. And what that is, is if you make, let's say your company makes a million dollars, but you've only paid yourself say, in the tax bracket of 10%, then your company is taxed on your individual tax bracket. So it's passed through taxation. In other words, you will file your company's losses and business losses and profits on your 1040, on the on the, the the blue form. Is it the blue form? Yeah, not the red form. On the blue form. You'll file it on your 1040 under your business loss and income. That's a limited liability company. The next step would be and an S-Corp, a subchapter corporation, where you have the protections of a corporation and but the benefit of a limited liability company, in a sense. You still can get passed through taxation uh, based on the profits that your company makes, but the for the legal protection, you have a stronger legal boundary under an S-Corp. It's still a corporation, uh, but it's an S-Corp. It's, uh, on your tax form, it's 1120S. Now, the benefit of that as well is having that protection, but there are many more things that you can do with an S corporation. In other words, the biggest misnomer, and we're going to talk about this in another show, but it's credit. How do you build credit for your business? Under a corporation, most banks and most businesses, they want to do business with the corporation. They will do business with the limited liability company, but they want to do business with the corporation. Now, We've all heard Warren Buffett say, the people in my office pay more in taxes than I do. Why is that? Well, Mr. Buffett has a corporation. He has a C-Corp, or a general corporation. That's what I have. The benefit of a general corporation is there are many tax advantages that you can have. Because after you make so much money, under a limited liability company, remember, this passed through taxation, so it's going right to your bottom line. Under an S-Corp, 
you can only make you can make so much money, and then after that, your benefits or the advantages will disappear because you're making so much money. Under a corporation now, a corporation is a standalone entity. So my corporation, the Legally Steel Show Corporation, is basically like an artificial entity. It's like an artificial person. It has its own tax ID number. It has its own Don and Bradstreet number. It's its own entity. So if I passed away, that company, that corporation still operates. It operates without me. You can hire, you know, another president and CEO to run the corporation, but it, it has a basically perpetual life existence, the corporation does. I have to have a board of directors. We have to meet once a month, at least once a month, and we have to keep minutes. But that is a small price to pay for having that type of protection because especially with me, like, you know, one of my clients is Ice Cold Air. You heard the heard the radio advertisement. The other company that I'm dealing with is um, Grow Financial Federal Credit Union. These are million-dollar and billion-dollar companies. Well, if I was a sole proprietor, I could forget it. I probably wouldn't be doing business with these people because in doing business with them, we had to put together extensive-type contracts. Contracts that will, you know, give them indemnification, give me indemnification with a lot of legal stuff behind it. But we are two corporations dealing with each other. Big benefit, a huge benefit. So now I can go out, let's say I'm the corporation. I don't have to pay myself a salary. I'm the CEO. I don't have to pay myself a salary. But some of the benefits that I do is I can have an expense account with my company. I can live in a company Pay for a house, okay? The only thing the IRS says is you have to make that advantage available to every employee. Well, it is available to every employee, but my employees internally have to qualify for that. So there are many advantages of having your business properly structured, and it benefits you in the long run. Take my word. Get your business started. Get it started today but make sure it's structured properly. And that way you can have those lasting benefits um, down the road that you can pass on to your next in line. Uh, having that board of directors or on your board uh, for keeping your minutes. Also, you'll have that mastermind group that can help you grow your business um, to the next level. So this is great. Um, Black and Fit, I see you out there. No problem. Thank you for listening in. I appreciate that. And we're going to be bringing you more and more topics of interest like this as we go along throughout the year. But the next show that we're going to be doing is, of course, it's coming up. But next week, we're starting our Women of Influence Month. And we're going to have the CEO of Ice Cold Air on because I think it's awesome to have a female in charge of a company that's normally a male-dominated business. So definitely stay tuned next week for that. Um, we are also working on a big cruise that we're going to be looking at putting on either the end of this year or the first part of next year. And this cruise is called For Small Businesses Only. Now, the goal behind this, this is not your, this is not your small business development that type of stuff, because that's more cookie-cutter, government red tape. We're going to be looking at putting together a program where our participants that come on this cruise will be able to leave with items, tangible items. For instance, you may come on the cruise, but you may leave with a business line of credit from a vendor, okay, according to having all of your proper stuff structured properly. But we're going to have CPAs there. We're going to have attorneys there on this cruise. There'll be a chance for you to get out, enjoy some stuff right off that business cruise because it's a business education program, but be able to put yourself in line. But you don't have to wait that long. Get your business started today. Contact your Secretary of State's office. I can tell you, chances are it's probably going to cost you less than 100 bucks, or maybe 150 bucks to get your business incorporated. Don and Brad Street numbers are free. Your tax ID numbers are free. And now you get your bank account. You have a legitimate business structure. And, of course, you can always hit me up at the show, T-H-E-S-H-O-W, 
the show at legallysteal.info and ask any questions you may have, and I'll make sure I can get them answered for you. Also, visit our website. Uh, check it out. We are doing some really cool things, and it's only going to be getting done. As always, I thank you for tuning in, and enjoy your weekend. Be safe, and make sure you tune in throughout the week, and as well as next Saturday to listen to both shows. All right, this is SC. It's real, and I'll be talking to you soon. Be safe.